Is your job search stuck? Maybe you're not getting any interviews with employers, or maybe you are, but no job offers. Or you may be new and not even know where to start. This is Charles Maxwood, and I'm releasing a new course and ebook on how to find a job as a software developer. The course walks you through the process of finding the types of companies you want to work for, getting their attention, and putting your best foot forward as the candidate they want. I've coached dozens of developers in looking for jobs and have been able to help several people find jobs within two weeks, two months. So whether you're new to development, can't find a great job that fits what you want, or are looking for remote work from an area without a strong tech community, I can help. Go to getacoderjob.com and sign up today. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of My Ruby Story. This week, I'm talking to Pavel Dabrowski. Yes, that's correct. I was like, I think I remember how to say this one. <laughs> Good for me. <laughs> uh, you are on episode 366 of Ruby Rogues. We talked about metaprogramming and building your own RSpec, which I found very fascinating. Do you want to just give a brief introduction for people that maybe missed the episode or don't remember who you are and where you work and all that good stuff? Uh, yeah, sure. So as you mentioned, my name is Pavel Dombrovsky. I work at Iron Company. And I'm here because of the article about building own RSpec version. It was a nice introduction to the metaprogramming. Uh, I also create a few gems. I think that people may know me from my blog when I, uh, where I post many articles. I also created a course where I show how to build a rubyflow.com website clone. So some people may know me from, from this course. And I also just create Ruby code every day because I'm a full-time Ruby developer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a proper introduction for me. Nice. So uh, I'm curious, and I love getting into these stories and, and where people come from. So uh, let, let's just dive in. How did you get into programming in the first place? Well, it all started in my junior high school. The teacher uh, showed me the HTML code and told us to create our first website as the homework. And it was the first time when I fell in love with creating stuff using code. And I was curious how it's possible that there are some websites with fancy features like sign in, sign out, and other stuff, but it's not possible to create this with HTML. So I started to find a solution and I found PHP. Mm -hmm. It didn't like its syntax, but it gives me the power to create such things. I remember that my dad bought me a course on the CD. It was attached to the newspaper. I saw the TV commercial. And I asked him to, to buy me one. And it was uh, magic for me. I didn't understand anything from it. But <laughs> I, did, I didn't give up. And I think that's the point where the most of the people stop learning programming. It's a kind of blocker of wall. And I think it's all about how bad they want it. And I decided to not give up. And after a few months, I was able to create some dummy apps. And after a year, I was able to create my first app. And I, I remember when I earned my first money from the programming, I had the mentor and he shared with me his knowledge and experience. And I built something like Flickr. It was some kind of easy app for uploading photos and managing them. 
And after three months, I finished it. And he paid me maybe 50 bucks. And I was so proud of it. Not because of the money itself, but uh, I earned it doing something that I love. I'm fascinate, fascinating about. And it was really great for me. And it was my start uh, into the programming world. Awesome. It, it's interesting, you know, I when I got into web development, yeah, it was PHP for me as well. And it was just, oh, I can do all kinds of interesting and dynamic things with this. It was also at, at a time when I was starting to become disenchanted with programming. I was a computer engineering major in college. And uh, yeah, it was like, well, you just build these dumb little things. And so to build something real was amazing. Yes, um, it was the aha moment when you create something that works after so many hours. But it was also frustrating when you was not able to to run some, some things just because of one missing character. And it was so depressing. <laughs> Finally, you were able to, to run this. It works and it was wonderful. Yeah, that's true. That's always frustrating. And then you find out, yeah, you left off a semicolon or something stupid. Like, oh, man. <laughs> that's right. I totally agree. You know, and, and PHP is in some ways at least. And, you know, when I was doing PHP, we're talking like almost 20 years ago you know, you didn't have the frameworks and stuff. And so the overhead was basically just, you know, you build a PHP file and you just dynamically insert stuff that you yank out of the database. And it was a very, I think, friendly way to learn how to do web development, even though it doesn't have a lot of the power features that you get out of things like Ruby on Rails. Yeah, single app fits in one file. It's not possible today, but (laughs) (laughs) we had one file app instead of one page applications. Yeah, it was a great have everything in one place. Yep. And it works. It was yep. amazing. So how old were you when you first got paid for web development stuff then? Because you said that you got into this in like junior high school or something. Yeah, I think I was 16. I remember that I had to go with my father to the bank to create the account because I was not able to do this without the parent. So yeah, I think I was 16 and 50 bucks was just like a fortune for me. I I feel like a millionaire or something. Yeah, it, it was really special to, to earn money for something that you love and fascinating about. And it wasn't a work. I was just have had fun and enjoyed this. Yeah, so I will remember for a long time this moment. Yeah, and that's the magic, right? Is people, people will pay me for this. I love doing this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's the thing. If you're doing something that you love and you are paid for this, then you, I think you are successful. Yeah. So uh, how did you go from PHP and, you know, writing one-page apps with PHP to Ruby? Uh, well, I was frustrating that PHP syntax. I didn't like it. So I started to, to find some alternatives and I found Ruby and I really fell in love with its syntax and I started to create some things but I was afraid that I won't be able to find a job so I Mm -hmm. wrote an email to more experienced programmer and I told him that I have no technical education I have no experience and I'm really depressed because I really want to be a programmer 
but I think I'm not able because I choose the different path. I was learning about transport and logistics instead of informatics. And I was mm -hmm. thinking that it's not possible. And just he said that it's possible. It's only a matter of the work that I'm going to put in. And I believe it. And then I started to, to write code in Ruby. I also remember when I was uh, returning from my first Ruby on Rails training with my friend, we were learning how to build apps and we were sitting on the train floor and we were just dreaming about writing Ruby code, creating interesting projects, working with clients or having those MacBooks where the Ruby code is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was like a scene from the movie and I never forget that. And after a few months, I, I just joined my first work. I saw the post on the local forum that uh, one guy is looking for uh, help with the Ruby application. So I decided to join it. And I'm still working in the same company. I was joining it as a junior developer. I was the first employee. And now the company is quite big after this time, over 20 uh, employees. And I'm the senior developer. So. I remember the whole my journey with the Ruby, which is great. And I really love to talk about it. Awesome. What was it about Ruby that really grabbed your attention that, that got you excited about it? I think the syntax and the community. Mm -hmm. I just enjoyed writing things in it. And I still do this right now. So I'm not sure if I will switch the language in the future. But for now, I'm really dedicated to Ruby and I'm trying to contribute to the community. And I have some plans to, to create more active community in Poland because we miss some tutorials and articles about it. And I just want to let know junior developers that Ruby is great and then can, that they can use it and have a fun. Right. So uh, tell me a little bit about your blog. So you, you got into blogging. I know that a few folks have, uh, you know, recommended articles that you've written and things like that. How did you get started with that? Uh, well, it was a New Year's resolution. I think the first resolution that I uh, started taking seriously, I started in January and I was writing every day for a three months. And then I decided that it's crazy. I should write uh, only one post a week. And the first longer post it was about this RSpec version and meta programming and i think it was a game-changing decision for me because it takes me to another level and from this time i was visible also on ruby weekly on other newsletters uh, i started to learn more to write more and i really enjoyed it and now i plan to also write about ruby in my uh, native language to let other people know that we can create really great stuff with Ruby. I'm not sure about my English blog, but I will create more content on the guest blogs for sure. That's awesome. And I've talked to a number of people that are out there in various parts of the world. And yeah, most of the content out there for programmers is in English. And some of them have found that to be a barrier to people who you know don't don't know english and don't want to learn it 
And so I, I love the idea of having a native language blog out there for, for Polish folks. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I started to learn English seriously after I dive into programming. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's a huge barrier. Not everyone born with the computer in hand, so we should give a chance other people to to find out what is programming without having a great knowledge of English language. Right. So is that what you're working on now or do you have other projects in the works? I'm starting this project. I had a curse platform, but I decided to turn it off because it was a more like an experiment. Mm-hmm. And I get this idea to to involve more in the Polish community. And now I'm starting with the blog about Ruby. I also write about soft skills uh, that the developers should have. I also want to start other projects, but I'm not sure if I can talk about it now because I didn't register the domains yet. So mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to hear about this. Right. Makes sense. The This episode won't come out for a few months. So um, if you if you, if that makes you comfortable to talk about it, that's fine. And if you still don't, that's fine as well. But I want to give you the chance to plug it, uh, you know, let people know that it's out there if, you know, if it's going to be out by then. Yeah, I understand. So I'm planning to to set up one service with the question about the Ruby language and also other language. So it's useful for the interviews or just practicing. I also uh, want to create some kind of dictionary so people can check single words and find their meaning or how does it look like in other language. And But I bet on bet on the content on blogs mostly and maybe recording a video to show people how to code i also was involved in one webinar a few weeks ago and it was really great in the next week i'm also starting my first conference i will be talking about the ruby and rails and why it's still a good choice for this year few hours later, I'm having a training for a couple dozen uh, women. I will be showing them how to create their first app in Rails. So I'm trying to really be involved in the community and give the best value I can. Awesome. Very cool. If people want to find you online, where do they go? I mean, we've, we've talked a bit about your blog. Is that the best place? Or are you on Twitter, GitHub? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm on Twitter, I'm on GitHub, I'm on my uh, own blog, I'm also on the LinkedIn, so I'm not everywhere, but <laughs> in most <laughs> places where the developers are, I'm present, so if anyone contacts me, then go ahead, feel free. Nice. One last thing I'm wondering is, do you have any recommendations or advice for people who are trying to get into programming? Uh, Yeah, sure. I think they should start with creating some stuff. It shouldn't be complicated, but it's all about doing the stuff, putting in on the GitHub so you didn't apply to a job without the experience. It's difficult to get the job without the experience, and it's better just to create stuff. It may took a few months or even a year, but it's totally worth because you can get better job 
and there will be many blockers and times uh, when you will feel that it's not for you, but there is no failure, there is only lesson. Mm -hmm. And with this mindset, I think you can go through it and find your dream job or at least job where you can start your programming journey. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, let's go ahead and do some picks. Do you have some things you want to shout out about? Do you run your own freelance business? Or maybe you're thinking about picking up some business on the side. Well, then you need FreshBooks. FreshBooks is the quickest and easiest way to get invoices out to your clients. It's easy to use. It works anywhere, available from any device, uh, on the desktop, iPhone, iPad, Android, and all of your data is backed up and secure. And it makes it really easy to get organized and get paid. You'll be tracking time, logging expenses, and invoicing your clients in no time. You can also save time billing, freeing up several days per month to focus on the work that you love, and you get paid faster. FreshBooks customers are paid on average five days faster because there's a link on the invoice that says pay me now. And it's a great way to grow your business. Plus, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day trial. That's right, 30-day trial if you try them out. So go to gofreshbooks.com slash devchat and enter devchat in the how did you hear about us section. Once again, for a 30-day trial, go to gofreshbooks.com slash devchat and enter devchat in the how did you hear about us section. Uh, yes, actually, I have two picks. I have one, my guest article about the JSON serialization on the Butter CMS blog. I was working on this article for a long time and it's a great quick guide to, to JSON serialization. And I also have uh, one blog post from Piotr Solnica. I, I think you recognize him. He's creating the RoomRB and DryRB libraries. And he's talking about his journey with Ruby. His prize from uh, the Ruby creator last year. And he explains uh, why he's so good on open source and that it's not a magic. He just put a large amount of work into this. And he explains to folks that it's not kind of magic and they can also be great. And these are my two picks. Awesome. I'm going to come in with a couple of picks. Knowing that this is coming out in like November, I'm just going to shout out. So we're recording this in September. And I, uh, I've been working on this book. It should be out and not in, in beta by the time it comes out. And that is Get a Coder Job. You can get it at getacoderjob.com. I also have a video course that walks you through you know, in a little more depth uh, some of this stuff. I also share a few more stories. And I'm also going to be interviewing folks about how they got their first developer job. And then uh, some experienced folks about how they find jobs. Just to give people some ideas around how the job, finding a job process works. So you can get that at getacoderjob.com. I'm also going to quickly shout out about another thing that I'm working on now that should be out by then. And that is PodRent, which is a tool that I've been building to manage the podcast production processes and things like that. And one of the things that I'm building into it is an option for people to suggest topics and guests and then to upvote and downvote them. So if you are interested in contributing in that way, just letting us know what you want us to talk about, who you want us to talk to, you know, uh, we, we got a good, you know, idea. For example, you talk about the Ruby object mapper, rom.rb, you know, as an example. So then you can go up, vote and down, but that would be awesome. So I'm going to pick that. And then lastly, 
Uh, one thing that really helped me out with writing this book is a system called Self-Publishing School. And I think it's like self dash. Anyway, I'll put a link in the show notes. But anyway, it, it's really the thing that got me motivated and gave me a process for writing this stuff. And so um, I'm looking forward to releasing a book. And I wouldn't be shocked if... Uh, I'm enjoying the process of writing the book. So I wouldn't be shocked if I wind up writing more books for people. And, and one of the things that I'm really getting passionate about these days is developer freedom which is basically working on the stuff you want to work on, being in, in work situations that make you happy, and uh, you know having the freedom to do the kinds of work that you want that makes the kind of difference that you want. And so, and not having to do the stuff that you don't want. So that, that being said, yeah, that's probably going to be my next project. And I'm seriously thinking about starting my own show where I talk about that. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, keep an eye out. But uh, yeah, getacoderjob.com should also be on Amazon when I finally uh, have a version that I'm confident I can release that's not a beta version. So anyway, uh, thank you for coming, Pavel. Thank you. It was a pleasure to meet you again. Yeah, it's always good to talk and, uh, you know, see what see what's going on these days. So yeah, we'll stay in touch. And thanks again for coming. Thank you. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com to learn more.